says in first corinthians in a race everybody runs but only one wins first prize so run your race in such a way as to win great leadership belief accountability heart genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry i believe it was george washington carver who said when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're going to do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all going to be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do. As a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra. That little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality. Because no matter what's behind us, good or bad, in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next. And the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. <clears throat> Will Amik could spin at any moment, has not spun yet this week. Uh, the Bible study is live at noon central time today. A couple of things on the table ready for the good old day here that we have started a brand new day. We're together again, and we thank you for making uh, your day, uh, you know, include Rick and Bubba. You've got a lot of choices out there, and so we don't take that lightly. Thank you so much for choosing the Rick and Bubba show. Well, Stretch Armstrong, he's got us. uh, There he is in there. He's got uh, YouTube live in HD. He is rolling. Eddie Van Adler as well. Uh, and we are set for another day. Over to my left, Mr. Greg Burge is right in front of me, Michael Hams. And uh, we appreciate all of you being here. And right out of the gate, let me say, Shaving a haircut. <laughs> got it peeled yesterday, I, I did. see. Peeled that knot. Peeled that mm-hmm. knot. Yeah, yeah, what number do you go with? Well, yesterday I went, I think I went five and one or six and one. Okay. I used to go six and two, and I've gone down a little bit. Okay. I've gone down on the sides and back mm-hmm. tremendously. Mm-hmm. I think it was from a two to a one, but I can't remember if I did five or six. Hmm. I think it's five, maybe hmm. six. I don't know. Shave, 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 and a haircut. I I have to I do it once a month whether I need it or not, mm-hmm. and I I knew it was getting towards the end of the month, and I looked at my calendar and I thought you're not going tomorrow. This is your shot, so go ahead and do it, even mm-hmm. though it's early. Go ahead and do it. You know that's one thing I don't ever have to worry about um, being bald, but. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> you did do it. Um, we missed. You know how you said, "Hey, this is it," or we missed that window Saturday for the boys. Reese and yeah. JC need a haircut so badly. Yeah. Okay, what about and you? then Saturday they were like Terry said, "Hey, hey boys, y'all need to go get haircuts." Got busy with the day, never went and got it. So now it's like I don't know when they'll go back and get because they don't finish with baseball and stuff till after the places are closed. Then then Saturday I think they got some. So I'm like, I guess y'all just gonna. Look like you need a haircut for a while. Yeah. Hippies. Yeah. I mean, yep. good night. It's yep. all it's all out of whack, but hey, they missed that they missed that chance. Yeah, Braden desperately needs one right now, but he's 14 and and knows everything on the planet. Don't oh, I, yeah. you don't have to ask him. I mean, he'll tell you straight sure. up. Oh. Yeah. So, I've I've quit fighting that battle yeah. because I've been like, hey, he really need like he really needs a his haircut sh- way shorter than you're getting a cut. <laughs> And I just it, the wife's not going to allow it, so I'm just I'm just letting it go. Mm-hmm. Just letting it go. Just let it go. Really bothers me go. too. Really, really bothers me. Let it go. Um, let something it go. that did bother me around here, and it doesn't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a huge question for y'all. When did we change the toilet play, paper in this place? Did have y'all they? noticed? No, yeah. is it better? Yeah, yes, it's it's, um, it's it's much better. Well, it couldn't be worse. I'll well, tell you that. that is a good point. Greg. I think, and I could be wrong, but I, I think there's there's two different. <laughs> it looks to be like there's two different styles or something. I don't know. It's like oh, there's there's the sa- there's the sandpaper. What about a one? And it's almost jar? like somebody's gone out and and bought some better toilet paper. So they've, they've I, got I don't know. a different supplier or something. I, maybe I so. It's I don't softer. know. But I have noticed that. Bring it in here and let's see. Well, because what we had, like you said, was ridiculous. Oh, it's like yeah. ripping Adler, uh, did you buy some paper. on your own? I need to know. See, I think I think it's um, I think it's the whoever supplies okay. all this because there's a big I box noticed of they it. Were it's in a lot better. Yeah. yeah. It and is that, a lot better. Oh, it's a, a lot better. Greg, you're stacked going, a lot in the bathroom. Yeah. So you hadn't noticed that? No, I guess I haven't. Well, good night. I need the services. My honey, the first thing it said is, hey, what's up? Well, I, honey, so I, charming. Hey, when I went to grab it, I was like, wait a minute. I thought I was like you. I thought somebody's brought this from home. No, yeah. no way. That's exactly that what I thought. That the supply company has mm-hmm. moved up their game like this. There's a big old stack of it in there because they, yeah. they'll pile it in there. And so uh, maybe we can, we can see so, when it happened. It, maybe some of the older stuff is at the bottom of the stack or something. I don't know. But okay. you're right. Something right. has changed for sure. Why don't you go get both? Styles and wipe on the air and see what you think. I'll just say this: going, just say on hey, air? going through my day yesterday, it was a pleasant surprise. Okay, so I mean, it was now, it, but it's been here. I guess I noticed it. What, don't maybe dump last much week, here. Maybe I don't dump much here. Well, I just be well, honest. Okay, well that was no, all right. That's why. That's why I was asking how, how long has this been? It's been a week uh, or two, maybe. Yeah. I guess, or maybe since we've gotten back. I don't know. Okay. You know how time flies by. Yeah. We're so out of whack with that. Uh, But, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, Let me see. Is Adler here yet? Yeah, I thought he was. Ad, do you know when the toilet paper changed? I know uh, for some reason when it comes to the toilet, he's kind of our expert. He doesn't know. He He doesn't know either? Okay. Um, Do what? It needed to change. It did. It did. Guys, I know, and we've talked about this, when you're trying to – save money in different areas, toilet paper is one of the ones that you just go, no, we're getting the good stuff. And I think they you probably heard that at some point and changed. I guess so. They actually I guess so. But whatever, whoever supplies that, uh, hey, thank you uh, to the cleaning crew and, and whoever supplies the, <laughs> the toilet paper. Whatever change we made, it's for the better. I hope they didn't order it by accident and then we get, we're going to be spoiled and then turn around and get the bad stuff again. Problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I hope we didn't get somebody else's toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like by it's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, that, that didn't go there. <laughs> hey guys, uh, sorry that wasn't yours. 
<laughs> that was the other sweets. Have you noticed it, Dad? <laughs> oh, have I? Yeah, <laughs> I knew you had. <laughs> life, life upgraded. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up so, to the east you side. You were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, to a deluxe bathroom with nice toilet paper. <laughs> We've had that industrial mm-hmm. for yeah. years. I, mean, I really that's did. Like, uh, y'all, that old t- toilet paper was like, uh, I don't yeah. know what. That's Leaves like, are better. Yeah, it's like pages yeah. from the Bible. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what so true. I'd rather had a corn cob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Helmsy, I really thought somebody had gone. I thought it was you because I know that's a sensitive area for you in there. <laughs> Anytime there's something wrong with like the toilet seat, somebody is disrespecting the bathroom or whatever, you will always bring it up as a, hey, guys, what's going on in there? You know, you'll bring it up. The men's bathroom, which I do not use back there, uh, (laughs) it went months without soap at one point. Right. And I, I, so I'll go and refill that soap. Like, I check all the bathrooms. (laughs) Don't want no bathrooms with no soap up in this business. That's a bad thing. So, uh, you know, yeah, I do take care of the bathrooms. So I thought it was you. I thought, well, somebody's brought in their own stuff. They're tired of sandpaper and they've brought in their own stuff. Game changer. Yeah, but I guess not. So this is just. Right. The I, new stuff we got, I, I guess. hope it's I not a know. mistake, too, because I can't go back. <laughs> no. It's going to be tough. To no, we can't go back. No. <laughs> please don't. Please don't take it back. By the way, Greg, I think you meant to say, like, the corn shuck. <laughs> corn no. cob. People used to wipe their butts with corn cobs. Like an actual cob, yes. Greg? You should probably just use the paper from the no, corn, not no, the cob No, you've never heard that. Itself, don't do not that, the cob itself, no, don't do that. That's a fact. You shouldn't use the cob itself, is all I'm saying, <laughs> Back Greg. in the old days in the outhouse, a lot of times that's what they used. Are you serious? Yeah, look it up. Same piece of corn? <laughs> like, are people multiple pieces? People <laughs> I don't one piece of corn? Yeah, just one gross. use. Because <laughs> this is either very gross or very You've uh, never heard wasteful. people wipe right. with a corn cob? I haven't. I haven't yeah. mm. You missed out. Wow. Didn't think we'd be talking about this today. Are you, do you use the end of the corn or do you use the <laughs> no. side of the corn? Would you I didn't know they were doing that. Into this. Is it like a spinning <laughs> motion or an up and down? I think it's like a like a, like a <laughs> brushing <laughs> motion. Would you? Would, hey, buddy, like a brush. I'm asking. I'm asking like everybody. I don't know. I mean, I, so ahead of my, I didn't live in that generation, but we've always heard that. Oh, wipe your butt with a corn cob. Are you yeah. using like the hairs of the corn or are you using the side? Just the cob. <laughs> really wanting y'all to quit acting it out. Please. Just the cob. Just the corn. Are we so? This no, the corn's gone. It's just the cob. Oh, so well, I got like a question. You're eating the corn yeah, off of yes, the cob? Yes, yes. And the, oh wow, I'm th- I'm picturing just a whole ear of corn, no, like no, the no, paper the, on the, and no, everything. No, <laughs> they, they, they used all the corn. Even they would use it for a meal, and then they'd use the cob. Sorry, I can't use it. I can't use a cob if somebody's the eating cob? corn. No, they probably cut it off. I know. That's like a grill cleaner. <laughs> Try it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show, rickandbubba.com, the website. Today, the Will Amicus Spin, Bible Study Live, noon central. As uh, we roll on back, Eddie Van Adler and Stretch Armstrong is intern. They've got uh, YouTube live in HD and running around getting things ready for the day. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. You know, we have a special place uh, when it comes to the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Uh, it's got a big history with the show. Um, I've uh, ridden around in that old Wintermobile before when it was oh, in really? Oxford, Alabama. Oh, yeah. 
We um, we've got. Uh, I don't like know why we got a big wiener. Like well, that. it's it's a little nicer than you think inside. That's pretty nice. Um, it kind of looks like a sure enough RV in there a little really? bit. Yeah, it's it's comforting, uh, or uh, comfortable, I should say. And I was kind of comforted being in there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we uh, rode around where I, I'm going to tell you where we were. Um, we're right there by Oxford High School, uh-huh. okay, in Oxford, Alabama. Yeah. And it was right there by the Quintard Mall, oh, uh, yeah. right there at the big intersection and stuff. They had uh, tryouts for the Oscar Mayer uh, Wiener song, and uh, yeah, and um, and we were. I mean, that's where it was. It was, uh, and so I remember school closing. Tony, God rest his soul, he went and sang, and we had a good old time. He was trying out for it. We actually, that's part now of. Now, when best you say trying out, do you mean yeah. they were wanting a new song and you were no, writing no. your own, or you were singing what they currently have? They're singing okay. what they currently have, okay. and I bet um, that was good. Anyway, so I <laughs> rode around in it, and it, well, I don't know why, but just. When it comes to the Oscar Mayer Wintermobile, if we ever see it in the news, we perk up. We do. I mean, because we just have a history with it. Uh, did you see? It's not every day you see this headline. Oscar Mayer Wintermobile mobile pulled over by Wisconsin cops. I, I didn't think it could go fast. Well, apparently it wasn't abiding by the rules and the laws because Sunday it, it violated the state's move-over law. Oh, not the move-over law. Mm-hmm. It requires drivers to either change lanes or slow down while passing a stopped vehicle with the emergency lights on. Yeah, of course, people panic and just think they immediately have to cut over on top of you when they see somebody. Like I said, the law also, you know, we have the law here too. It also says you can slow down. You don't mm-hmm. have to cause a crash trying to get over, which yeah. people do. But the big Wienermobile decided it wasn't moving over, mm-hmm. and it was not slowing down. No, and um, it said here, it says technically, and this is, it wasn't the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile because the company has a fleet of six crisscrossing the country. Well, it was one of them. It was one of them. Yeah. Uh, the police Which department is the? tweeted out that the driver of the Wienermobile uh, was let off with a verbal warning. I don't know how you give the Wienermobile a ticket. That would be kind of tough. Yeah, be Suggesting tough. that they're, um, uh, that they need to, you know, know what the rules are, get over, uh, get that Wienermobile over. I'm sure it's tough to change lanes in that. I, because what, what we did is I wasn't, I didn't go far at all. It was probably less than a mile. I wasn't riding around too I've much. I've never anymore. really analyzed the car, so that's just a big wiener sitting on top of a car. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah pretty much. What kind of body of car is that? Do we know? I don't know. You know no, what I'm talking about? No. Was it Chicago yeah, that, what that, is that? Y'all help me on this. Was it Chicago or somebody? Uh, it was in some city that you could spend the night in the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A recent story we had or whatever. Remember you wanted to do it? I did. Because um, you wished you were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Did you know that if you want to be a driver, they're currently taking applications for the you next class of dozen drivers, <laughs> or or what they're calling hot doggers. I don't want to drive hot, hot doggers in that thing. hot doggers. Hot no, our no. dog. That you, you're gonna. I tell you uh, what, you better daggum move over. Look you, how you're sitting up high like that. Uh-huh. That's got to be. It's weird. like you're driving an RV. Yeah. Do you know how long the Wienermobile is? No, I do not. Guess uh, in feet. I'm looking in at feet. it. It is sixteen feet. No, mm. it's it's twenty four. Oh, that's pretty good. It's twenty seven feet. Oh wow! Dang it! Oh, I didn't count for that part. They're sticking mm-hmm. out. Your yeah. deadline to put your name in the bun is January thirty first. Put you your be, name in the bun if you want to be a driver of this. Yeah. What if I took a year off? Where's Greg going? Well, he's going to be a Wintermobile driver for a year. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to be the Oscar Mayer Wiener uh, spokesman? I kind of uh, would. No. Huh? I don't really want to be That'd a be Wiener kind of spokesman. Me. There's other products out there I'd rather. Hey, what's your dad do? Well, he's a wiener spokesman. You know, doesn't sound very good. You know that car with a giant wiener on it? He drives yeah. it. Yeah. Huh. So I don't, uh, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> it says here that the current that the Wienermobile that was pulled over was on the way to the University of Wisconsin Madison for a recruiting event. Recruiting what singers I, again, uh, like you did that time? <laughs> um, yeah, what does it do? Uh, I mean, just, I guess it just has appearances. Yeah, that's and, all it is. Mm-hmm. You have a schedule on where you need to be in the Wienermobile. Yep. Um, did you know the, uh, that the uh, the company sponsors NASCAR driver Ryan Newman and recently held a poll to pick uh, the design for Roush Fenway Ford Mustang while featuring uh, while being featured in an upcoming race oh, in Phoenix? I didn't know that that they had a yeah I didn't either NASCAR Wintermobile. What if they had the, the Wintermobile out there racing? They had <laughs> a NASCAR awesome. that looked like. See, it. look, the inside of it we're showing it on uh, oh, YouTube. Yeah. It's, it was it's pretty nice. Yeah, like a little party the one, the one I was in didn't have as many seats. It was pretty much flat on both sides kind of built up where you could sit down on it but uh andy you asked you asked what kind of uh car or or engine or whatever that the automobile is uh andy what's up hey what's going on guys i don't know it what's happening what's happening with you i decided to work they make it on a winnebago chassis okay like a motorhome there you go Uh there it is all right thank it makes it it's nice can i ask you a question how would you know that andy is a wealth of knowledge that's why just yeah. curious. I looked it up. I thought it was cool. <laughs> okay. There you I go, I wonder how you would know that. Thank That's you. Good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's go to Mike in Florida. We might be able to squeeze him in. Mike, what's up? Morning, guys. Hey, up, Mike. Hey, um, the um, Wintermobile is based out of Columbia, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbia Foods, they make about 85% of all the hot dogs made in the world. Wow. And, uh, That's a wiener town. Great. Oscar Meyer being included with that. And they usually hire um, University of Missouri interns. They do a lot of driving of the Wienermobile. How about okay. that? I didn't know that. <clears throat> wow. How about uh, there? I, I, used, I used to live in Columbia, so. so. So they get a lot of interns from the University of Missouri to drive the Wienermobile. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. Big promotions. Yeah, I guess that's, I mean, if you're sitting around a campfire later in life and you go, you know, I've driven the Oscar Mayer Wintermobile. Yeah, I smoked the tires. Yeah. There's a story out of the University. I, I got a ticket. I stayed in it. <laughs> uh, there's a story today out of the University of Missouri about them tracking their students in classes, mm-hmm. like on their phones. Yeah, where well, they can actually say where they are in, uh, and how on the they, campus. That's how they clock in, I guess, to wow. go to school. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. Mm, you know what I would do guys. if I wanted to skip? It's I'd mandatory. Just, I'd give like you that. my phone and say, hey, take my phone to class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm skip. I'm, well, I think it's like you have you to go up. Went there. You have to go up and do this. Reason. You know, scan it like uh, you do it. You how know. do you do it again? Beep. Okay. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Beep. I'm here. Beep. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. As uh, we roll on, if you missed the thirty uh, minutes of the show that has already happened. Shame on you. We've talked about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile and toilet paper here at the studio. Yeah. We've, had, we've had quite a thirty minutes, boys. That's <laughs> been pulled over, for breaking the law, right? And for those of you on YouTube, yes, we have talked about Hamzy's haircut. He got one yesterday. And uh, wasn't sure if it was five and one or six and one, uh, but he got it shaved. I'm I know talking it was about one. peeled. 
I'm completely yes, sure. Yes, you it was did. One. You got it peeled, my friend. I don't friend. know if it's five or six. Now, what do you tell them to do? Uh, what's it called here? Uh, the I, I, the point. Yes. Round it off. Whatever. Just <laughs> the eliminate the points. What yeah, I is, say. That, is that what you say? Eliminate. You the say points. I, okay. I was wondering, and I'll say you know whatever that means to you. If that's round it off, box it off. Mm-hmm. I tell them I don't even care. So the hairline at the front here on top of the Hamilton's forehead, the right there in the front. For those of you who can't see, it points. And uh, and he says, cut it off, just, round it yeah. off. Just round that puppy off. Yep. Is that what you say? Yeah. I just say clean up the point. Clean up the point. Clean up the point. Okay. Just do something about the point. And I'm like, I really don't care. Just, you know, you can round it off, square it off. I don't uh-huh. care. Just okay. clean up the point. Clean up the point. Yep. Interesting. All right. But they know what you do. No, I, guess they, I guess they do. I don't okay. know. Amanda thinks, and, and I don't know why, but Amanda said last night that it looks shorter than it normally does. And mm-hmm. I told her it does look different, but it's not because it's shorter. They took the shorter higher. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get it. I know what you're saying. So, um, uh, you know, let me ask y'all a question. We got a story here um, that has to do with the Mighty Duck star, Sean Weiss. Yeah. He's been arrested and charged with burglary under the influence of meth. He can't get it figured out. He, can he? cannot. Guys, his pictures from. From what he used to look oh like, my look, you know, we I think like, didn't he get arrested last year and we had the same yeah, type, yeah. But the, I think he looks even as bad or worse. I mean, guys, <sighs> he was charged by police for burglary and for being under the influence bird. of of meth. He's only forty one. He's my age. Yeah, he looks about eighty in that picture. He does it's horrible? Um, not eighty, but he looks, so, well, he looks um, close. It says here he was arrested in California. After, uh, uh, after they, the police discovered um, he was in a car parked within a local residence garage at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. Please look. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Look at that. That's sad. Uh, we're showing pictures of when he was in with the Mighty Ducks, uh, the movie, and and where he is now. That's that's cool. I, I and and here we've all got <sighs> kids, and so can you imagine? I mean, and people go through this every day. All I can imagine, all I can see is Braden in that picture, and then making bad decisions. And this is where he's he's at <sighs> thirty years later. It's crazy. So uh, the that's, homeowner, wow. the homeowner at, uh, there in California, right called police and alerted them that an unknown male is inside was inside the garage and shouldn't shouldn't be there. Uh, well, apparently. Uh, they found uh, Sean. He had shattered the passenger window uh, of the of the vehicle, and um, and was inside the car when they got there. I guess just trying to figure out what he could get and steal. I guess I don't know, but um, they took him into custody. So that was Sunday morning. He uh, displayed symptoms of being under the influence of meth. Yeah, thanks. And also admitted the vehicle uh, he was uh, filtering through was not his. What meth would have changes your body, Man, look doesn't at it? Him. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. You know, we talked about this off air. Go you know, if somebody doesn't see you for a long time, you know, when they when they when they recognize you or when they see you, they immediately yeah. They, they go, wow, he looks the same, or wow, he's gotten older, or yeah. hey, man, you've lost weight, or whatever. Or I've hey, always you've gained weight. I've always wondered what people think when they see me and they hadn't seen me in a long time. Or they go, my gosh, you look old, you know, or no, I, uh, you know, I, you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, now with him, if it's Sean Weiss, you know, you don't recognize him. He walks right by you. Yeah, you know, or, or you know, because there's no way you recognize him. No. But you know what I'm talking yeah. about. If if somebody hadn't wa- seen you in a long yeah. time, I do wonder what they think of me. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I've just always thought that. 
Because sometimes people that I hadn't seen in a long time, it's like they're looking at me almost like, <gasps> you know, I'm thinking, I recently, oh, no. look, really, I, recently, I, look that old? I recently had a situation where I, I, I was around a guy for four or five years a lot, once a week, twice a week, and I saw him recently, Great. and it was unrecognizable. And and I and I was <laughs> really? yes, and I was and I had this conversation thinking to myself on the way home: Has that ever happened to anybody about me? Yeah, because it took it took him talking and hearing his personality come out before I was like, "Oh, that's who that is." Did you My see his gracious. face somewhere in there? Finally, okay. finally, okay. took okay. me a minute. So he just, took me way phys- longer than it needed. So to. his physical appearance had totally changed completely. His legs even looked different. His legs. Yes. You remember his legs. Yes. His legs look I'm, I, Yeah. Well, you, you expect rem- people to get a gut. Yeah, but okay? you're saying I, his complete body was different. It was, his face didn't even so look So he looked right. like you remember the movie The Santa Claus when Tim Allen was turning the Santa yeah, Claus and he was yeah. uncontrollably yeah. getting big. Mm-hmm. I gotta go back to something just forgive me here. You wasn't that you long were, ago I saw him. You remember, it was like five years. You ago. remember what his legs looked like? Yeah, well I mean I just knew they didn't look like that. Uh, okay. See what right. I mean? That's a little better. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't staring at his legs well, going, that's what man, it sounded tell like. you what, it was just, you know, when people, look, I've put on weight. So yeah. you, you, as you get older, things are not mm-hmm. going like they normally do. And, <laughs> and, uh, areas, weight shifts. It, it does. And, and so I was just not <laughs> expecting yeah. to, I was like, my goodness, mm-hmm. guys, I, I, I looked out and I thought, I know two of those guys, but I don't know that guy. And then all of a sudden, he sounds like somebody I know. Well, well, then he started talking, and I thought, "Oh, wait a minute! How do I know that guy? I know him. Who is that?" And it was probably another five or seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Heard him say something else, and Large. I thought, "Hey, mm-hmm. wow! Yeah. What happened?" You know, I don't want people to walk away from seeing me after they hadn't seen me in a long time and goes, "Man, life's been tough." I know. You know. I know. Wow! Look. He doesn't look like he's getting any sleep. Man, look at that guy. Man, good night. He looks worn out. Yeah. And I'm uh-huh. sure probably people say that about me. You know, I'm I mean, sure. me being bald, the only thing that's gotten gray is my goatee. That's true. I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know if they're looking at that, you know. <laughs> Ooh, look at, but, uh, or if it's just, man, look at his eyes. Good night. It's like a tired guys, puppy. This guy's legs had even changed. Now, I don't know about that. Well, he he liked his legs, Greg. <laughs> I didn't say huh? I liked them. I well, just said apparently they had so changed. That's the so he had some really nice legs changed. one time. I just yeah, brought I mean, up his legs four times. <laughs> I'll tell you, the guy has some really good I'll legs. I'll tell you what, his legs, I well, like you know, them. And his butt's bigger. <laughs> there's things you look <laughs> he at. He used to have nice thighs. <laughs> that doesn't look like his butt at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> he used to catch me staring. <laughs> you used to get set a tea glass on it. <laughs> He's got pretty calves. <laughs> it's so muscular. Where'd this cellulite come from? Cellulite. <laughs> I can't see his muscles no more. Oh my. His back's hairy. <laughs> Didn't see his back, Greg. Didn't see his back. <laughs> Andrew, really, really, you rejected him. Out. Listen, the guy was he, when he was at the net, and I was behind him playing doubles. I used to love it. <laughs> no world. Now you're throwing tennis into it. 
<laughs> well, I was just thinking Cena's calf. I know. But you brought his legs up four times. I'm just yeah. going to tell you that. Well, it's three. But, but because, I told you why. Because there are things that physically change that you think, okay, well, he's put on some Did weight. He's got a gut. Legs, his legs look different. And no, I, no. He needs a man's ear. <laughs> Good seeing you. Did you know your legs look different? <laughs> Man, your legs are fat. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. Mm. Can't say up? anything in here. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting you to focus on Well, it. just because it was, it, of all the things, I was, I mean, unrecognizable in the face, oh. got a gut, and, and even your legs are different. That's, that was what, that was my thought. Yeah. So I'm going to gain weight in his legs. <laughs> hey, hey, thank goodness voice had to change. <laughs> right. Yeah, you you'd never would have known I would have never known who he was. You walked right past him. Mm. Good night. Thank you, Helmsy. Good gracious <laughs> alive, buddy. I'm glad you're so observant. Yeah. Well, I'm a detailed guy. Well, Y'all know that. Evidently. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, see if we can gather ourselves. <clears throat> uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. <laughs> we got a lot to discuss, uh, <laughs> plus your calls. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us after the top of the hour break. If uh, you're looking at your day, the will of meat could spin. Just kind of throwing some stuff out for you. Don't forget noon central Bible study. We'll be live. Uh, if you miss it, uh, then you can always catch it uh, on the podcast, uh, or you can also uh, catch it on YouTube. Uh, it's all available here. You just go to rickandbubba.com for all the information you need to know. Um, it's kind of fun watching Helmsy because the Australian Open is on, and he is a grown man and fist-pumping uh, watching watching the, the tennis match, and I haven't seen him this excited in a while over, over sport. I did um, uncontrollably fist pump earlier, and y'all and I forgot y'all were sitting here, and both of you saw me. I mean, and I thought was, you were Tiger Woods sinking a putt. Yeah, I mean, good I'm night. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and that was uncontrollable. Up. That it was, was that was it a was, reaction. It was a reaction. that was a reaction, which will give you a little glimpse of what happens at the house. Yeah, let me slide this in here. A little bit of business, getting it out of the way as I forgot. Uh, make sure that you know it is tax season. Uh, it's it is here. indeed. It is here, and that's why. Today's Rick and Bubba show is sponsored by Optima Tax Relief. Everybody agrees that uh, you'd pay the IRS uh, debt if you could, uh, but maybe you don't have the money and you're in a handle. Uh, well, we want to suggest a way for you to end your I- IRS nightmare by calling Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution firm. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that could save you thousands if you qualify. Uh, is there to help you. Uh, instead of worrying, give the IRS, uh, you know, I guess what I'm, well, I won't say that. Tell them to, hey, I got I got a resolution. We'll, we'll be in touch. And then call to Optima Tax Relief. The number, 800-501-0866. 800-501-0866. Look, don't stress over, just give them a call. See what they can do. You can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button as well. Uh, Optima tax relief. It is tax season. Good night. It, it just just like Christmas. It seems like tax season gets uh, here quicker than you want. Um, did y'all know 
I, I'm just going to see how close y'all are. If you if you've seen the story, then you can't participate. But uh, America's top five deadliest cities, deadliest serious see, cities. I, I'm afraid you're going to say something that's that's you know that top we wouldn't five. know. I would go Chicago. Baltimore, um, Baltimore is a good a guess. Heck, Birmingham is not the safest place in the world. Mm-mm. You know, Detroit, some, Detroit, good guess, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Chicago those are the ones. Would be that, one. In those my mind. In my when you mind, go by the pre- and and Baltimore yeah. has to be there yeah. too. They, we get a lot of stories coming out of those. But something places. tells me that we're not even close. Well, no, cases. I mean, you named y'all named two of them, I believe. Um, l- remembering what y'all just said, I think you said y'all said Baltimore and Detroit. We Um, You know how these numbers, because they got to tally the numbers, whatever, they're sometimes like a year or two behind. Uh, but did so you, they're bogus. Did you mean. know how many um, murders America suffered in 2018? No. 16,214 murders murders in 2018, according to the most recent FBI crime statistics. Uh, So what are the top five deadliest major cities in the U.S.? Number five, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Really? Didn't see that coming. Really? Yes. New Orleans, I could see. Um, Baton Rouge. could see uh, one of those. Yeah, Louisiana's state capital is the nation's fifth deadliest city. It saw 35 homicide deaths per 100,000 residents in 2018. They say it's a place where dreams go to die. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to stay in New Orleans for number four. Are you serious? Yeah. New Orleans, Louisiana. What's wrong with Louisiana? Dang, they got two. We got two, two, baby. That is. Two. Yeah. Number three, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Motor City. Mm hmm. Number uh, number that was number three. Number two is Baltimore, Baltimore. Maryland. Baltimore, I knew yeah. it had to be there. You hear, there it you hear is. about it all the time. Now this one might surprise you. I don't know if it will or not. But number one, St. Louis, Missouri. That's surprising. That's very surprising. What in the world? Where's Chicago on the list? It's not on there. It's not on the list. Uh-uh. And we get reports of it all the time. Yeah. St. Louis. Uh, Maybe most of the people are surviving the shootings in Chicago. They're just not dying. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, St. Louis earned the title of deadliest city in America with a number, uh, a murder rate, I should say, of sixty point nine per one hundred thousand in twenty eighteen. In that that's year, eighteen because twenty nineteen we did a lot of Chicago. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, but but at no point in my life have I ever heard. Well, I tell you, St. Louis is a know, troubled no. city. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Yeah. Right. Love the Cardinals, and and never have even once thought about them being a dangerous city. Yeah, they had one hundred eighty six. Uh, uh, murders in the city of a population of about three hundred eighteen thousand. Wow. How about that? They came in at old number one. That's not a wreck. That's not something you want. You no. want to. You want to make like, hey, safe, safest city. Bet you know, uh, best places to live. Best places to to raise a kid. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. You don't want. I'd even take fattest city over that. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had that story. Well, yeah, day. at least yeah. you're fattest alive. City. Yeah, yeah. I saw where the show huh. was based out of. I saw the city of S. Davy got some top five deal. Uh, about where Helena, to live. Helena and was Helena's in there too. I saw it. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up because I figured y'all go, ooh, I'm in over the mountain. Well, Vestavia. Right, right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but Helena was on that same list. Yeah, it was. It. Yeah. yeah. Mayor Hall was very happy. Uh, <laughs> um, 866, we be big. It's not, it's not often yeah. we hear from Fatso. Fatso, what's up? Bip. Man, what a blessed day, guys, to get to ride around in an 18-wheeler and listen to y'all all morning. Mm, wow. uh, I cannot believe y'all were talking about <laughs> not being able, being able to recognize people. I went to the grocery store yesterday afternoon and walked right past a girl that was 
almost like a sister to me. And I turned around and looked. And I hadn't seen her since 1988 when she went off to college. Well, that's been a and while. And I looked, and she looked, and she said, that high, whatever, she, the quote, don't you say a damn word. She was about 350 pounds, and the only thing I recognized was her eyes and her voice. I couldn't believe it. I felt good about myself, and I walked off at 275. You know what I mean? So now she's your fat sister. <laughs> he scared me when he said the only thing that I recognized were her eyes. I thought he was about to say something else. Careful. 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 By the way, we're getting emails and stuff. There's certain, I guess, certain areas uh, areas of every major city that you don't want to go into. Sure, yeah. St. Louis has that. East and St. Louis. That's, that's well, Greg says bit. he's got some friends yeah. that live up there. Yeah. East, La- East St. Louis is considered kind of rough. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey by, by the way, Fatso, good call. Love you to death. But that's a little different. That's like a 30-year you hadn't yeah. seen her in 30 years. You're talking years. about somebody you've seen I'm in talking the past about somebody I've seen. I, six, I used years. to hang out with a good bit, like <clears throat> mm-hmm. four or five years ago. Right. He didn't recognize you because of that haircut, but then he took, gave him a second. <laughs> but I, you know what? Y'all do have something in common. Y'all do have something in common. Your buddy and, and, and who he just mentioned both came, got out in front of him and said, Don't say, I know. I, I know what I'm looking like. You the know? bigger got all rude about She it. said, Don't say a word. Don't say an angum thing. And I mean, I you got nice are. legs. Uh, let's go to Chad in Alabama. Chad. Dang, Mike, look at your legs. Hey, <laughs> What's happened to your legs? <laughs> I can't see your kneecap. <laughs> right, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I can't believe y'all didn't know that St. Louis was a dangerous place. On, on the National Lampoon's going to the uh, Wally oh, yeah. World, they get lost and go to St. Oh, Louis. Oh, yeah, that's true. forgot about that. That's true. All the money and he steals their hook out while they're sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot that was St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> This is why I that. love this show right I know, here. I know, and it facts like that. That's it. Know. We should have known. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> On the way to Wally World. <laughs> I that um that movie, y'all. I just if I ever flip through and it's on, it's I stop. Movie, uh, that and Twister. But uh, I, I mean, I'll stop in a second. Huh? You and Twister. Well, I mean. Look, they don't make movies. I know. Like that look, there's preferences. Everybody has different preferences <clears> on <throat> things. It's just that that one caught me off guard. It mm-hmm. always has when yeah. you when you claim that's one of your favorite movies of all time. Now, I don't know what's wrong with it, guys. I, I saw the previews the other day. You know, I hate all this computer stuff. The new yeah. Call of the Wild. Have you seen the previews for that? Uh-huh. That's the most ridiculous looking thing. I want is that one. the one with uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford? I yes, thought that's a remake, but it looks like a cartoon. Oh, really? I, I've never seen so much computer generated. All the dogs are computer. Everything is kind of fired me. Up, Greg. Everything but to watch Harrison it. Ford. How he looks feel- really good. <clears throat> like it looks like a video game. How you feel about it? I don't like Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is the number. We start with the national anthem. How are you? The national anthem today. Jordan Sparks. So proudly 
minutes past the hour rick and bubba rick and bubba rick and bubba will of meat could happen today greg's begging for it we'll see uh as uh, we move forward and uh, look forward to chatting with you today much to cover uh there's a lot of trump news today big rally last night the impeachment uh, circus continues uh he, he also claims that he has brought his ability to make deals to the middle east we'll unpack that today as well uh, to go make a deal that no one else can make. But we'll see. We will see. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here today. Look at Stretch Armstrong. Got it just like he likes it. Got his Rick and Bubba University T-shirt on. Ready to go. And uh, he'll take your phone calls as he earns his degree in common sense. That, of course, now a superpower. Look over there. Got his long sleeve black shirt on, ready to go, focused. Got his glasses on in the nose, reading the stories of the day, ready to unpack them. I speak, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. But most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to Rick and Bubba, where the sun is always shining. When I fight for you, I fight too hard, but I do it all again, babe, hey. it's come too far, Yeah, there's been a change of heart. Yeah, 
heartbreakers. Change your heart. Well, Bubba, boy, I'm looking. There's a lot to unpack. Boy, Michael Strahan. You know, you know when you talk about when things continue to go on and, and you start seeing some things, you know, I'm afraid this may be the famous day we have to tell Kelly Ripa it might be you. Uh, uh, you think? Yeah, so Michael Strahan talks about his tension with former co-host Kelly Ripa. Strahan's done a lot since yes. leaving NFL. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's really uh, moved into this broadcasting thing. Who would have thought if you had to co-host a, uh, a live morning show with a, a little uh, – Little sidekick Kelly Ripper that turned out to be a little t- little ten- little tense at times. Well, Let's go Regis. Yeah, <laughs> there's yep. been a few of them. Yep. It has. Uh, so anyway, he, uh, he. I love this. I love this quote, Bubba. I didn't know I was supposed to be. Uh, I was supposed to be a sidekick. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Boy, there's uh, there's a lot going on in <laughs> Trump world. Undoubtedly, uh, undoubtedly, she was Batman and I was Robin. Yeah, I thought we were equal there, but anyway. Uh, there's a lot going on in Trump world. Uh, not only the impeachment, oh, we yeah. have wow. uh, what what was called the deal of the century mm-hmm. uh, laid out yesterday for Middle East peace. Uh, we <laughs> it's just a long list. Don't know if y'all saw any of the rally in New Jersey last night. I, I saw wow, people Trump text, on fire. I saw people was, I, he, on, was he in rare form yeah. <laughs> texting about it. Um, and um, so it's um, you know we have it, we, I, I understand it was just. Uh, Incredible and people yeah. in line for days to get in. I mean, it was. Now this is New Jersey, guys. This is not Mississippi and Alabama. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's New Jersey. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, so <laughs> wow. So just, just understand that's New Jersey. Right. I think that's important to make that's a note big, of that. You're right. So uh, <laughs> his big message last night was vote Republican, throw the clowns out, throw them out. <laughs> I call the clown. Uh, <laughs> updates continue to come in on the Kobe Bryant crash. We got some of that yeah. today uh, that we'll look at. Did, did y'all see the story? And we'll have to break it down. Uh, and and I don't usually do celebrity deaths, so I'm not putting it under right. that column right. for right. that reason. But Jack Burns, that was the co-producer or co-founder of the Muppets, uh, wrote the Muppet movie. All that. I did not know that he was also the the deputy that replaced Barney Fife. Well, his name you was want Jack Burns. He, his character was Wayne Ferguson on the show, on Andy Griffin. I thought he was Warren. I thought it was Warren. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, huh? yeah. Well, they may have called him. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. Is that that guy? Is that who we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, I didn't you like You know him. what I'm talking about? Yeah, huh? Did, did you know, did you know he was the co-founder of the Muppets? No, I had no I idea. Not, but I no idea. Wow. I quit watching no, See, that's why it was shocking to me when I saw him. No idea. Yeah. So, anyway. What, Bubba just got, yeah, that's him. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, that is him. Isn't that strange? Yeah, I thought his name he, was Warren. He, I thought it was, been, maybe it wasn't Warren. Maybe it was Wayne. I don't know. I thought it was Warren. Where did we get Warren? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we made Warren up. We made. You up. know what? I think you're right. But in the story I read, they said Wayne Ferguson. I don't know. That's him. So, yeah, we'll see. That's what I jotted down. But anyway. I, I quit watching uh, Andy oh. Griffith at that point. I, he, he got on my nerves. I didn't Don like Knotts, yeah. to me, Andy Griffith without Don Knotts, oh, is, is, it just well, doesn't exist. You know, and don't give me he, uh, Mayberry RFD. I won't even go there. Yeah. He, Howard he was, Spriggs, you main guy? Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't happening. No. Barney was hard. To, I mean, that, that, that he was, was impossible legend. to replace. It's unbelievable. He, he was impo- what he was. And, See, it's Warren Ferguson. Yeah, that's uh, – Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Do you think somebody did a typo on that or something? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, but I had no idea he was involved in the Muppets. So, Mag- so, so back to your original story. I had so when he was warned, Ferguson. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. So when he was warned, some idiot. He's in the Muppets. He's in the puppets. I guess. And, and, I have uh, no idea. You know, he he I wrote. Jim he actually was the guy. he was well, he he's was, a co-founder. Yeah, he he and Henson. I wasn't listening. No, and he sure was uh, because you were so obsessed that Warren that was involved in the Muppets. And, and Jack Burns wrote comedy for a lot of folks and was producer on a lot of programs that you, yeah, no you never knew he was involved. Did Jack Burns eat worms? Frank Burns. Yeah, Frank yeah, Burns. Yeah, Burns. <laughs> <laughs> he had all them Koreans go, Frank Burns. <laughs> I love man. <laughs> it drove Frank Burns crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they pop up at every, every turn. Frank Burns. Frank Burns. That's great. All right, that we'll be, uh, that's an interesting More Rick and Bubba coming up. It's 16 minutes past the hour. There's a lot to unpack. I mean, some big stuff. We we mentioned just only a little bit. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Here we go. Trump update. We got a lot of Trump. Here we go. Just a biggie. This Trump update. You can't always get. What you want? Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, ah, you might find deal or no deal. I don't wear it to play. It's my hair. About Trump. Yeah, baby, about Trump. 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 All right, so Bubba, of course. Donald Trump is going to try to go where no one has ever gone before. He loves to do, to make to do first, and he's coming off being the first ever American president to be there live and speak at the March for Life. So put that over in the first ever. He first first, pres- one, first U.S. president to ever walk into North Korea. First U.S. president <laughs> to acknowledge to move our embassy, which <laughs> to, we're getting to today, to, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem right. To Jerusalem, uh, you know, he he is saying I'm going to do the things regardless of party that every president before me was afraid to do. Now, this one isn't one that has never been attempted. It's just never been accomplished. And that is, Bubba, Donald Trump says he will take on and and try his best to accomplish the unattainable peace in the Middle East. Rick, Donald Trump said yesterday that he was elected to do the tough deals. Yes. And he's the guy to do it. He said there was a lot of presidents have tried this, back to Lyndon Johnson, Mm -hmm. and they were all well-intentioned. But – he said, this is a tough one. He said, but we have an obligation to humanity to get it done. And I think we may have the president's comments. Yeah, front yeah. Speech. Here, here's a little bit of that. We will form a joint committee with Israel to convert the conceptual map into a more detailed and calibrated rendering so that recognition can be immediately achieved. We will also work to create a contiguous territory within the future Palestinian state for when the conditions for statehood are met, including the firm rejection of terrorism. The Palestinian people have grown distrustful after years of unfulfilled promises. So true. Yet I know they are ready to escape their tragic past and realize a great destiny. But we must break free of yesterday's failed approaches. This map will more than double the Palestinian territory and provide a Palestinian capital in eastern Jerusalem, where America will proudly open an embassy. Is that it? A little bit longer. 
No Palestinians or Israelis will be uprooted from their homes. Israel will work closely with a wonderful person, a wonderful man, the King of Jordan, to ensure that the status quo of the Temple Mount is preserved and strong measures are taken to ensure that all Muslims who wish to visit peacefully and pray at the Al-Aqwa Mosque will be able to do so. This is a major statement. This is of major importance. And all right, so there it is. Now, look, I know we're, we all it, – it's like when he said the thing about terrorism and some of the other things. It'd be like somebody sitting down with Bubba and me saying, look, here's the things you have to do. And we're all in, and right at the end, they said you couldn't eat bread anymore. You know, and, and, and so we would like eh. – but but um, so – At the first of it, too, he, he, he talked about that there we, we have a window of opportunity in the Middle East because there's so many – young folks that live there that are tired of the status quo, yeah. tired of, yeah. you know, the, the it being a military zone all the time. And, of course, on the Israeli side, tired of terrorism and having to protect themselves from that. So I think in his mind, he's given them uh, both sides what they want. The Palestinians want a state. They want to be recognized. They want to be on the on the world scene. Uh, they want to have autonomy to control their own economy, their own uh, uh, direction, and Israel wants uh, security. And I think in their mind, this is uh, the best offer. As a matter of fact, Trump said, this may be the last time you'll ever get a deal like this. If you really want what you say you want, this is this is your window. And I, I saw several people, experts on, on both sides of the political arena talking about it yesterday, and they said that there probably is some truth to that because – there's other issues in the Middle East that need attention, and that even the the Arab neighbors uh, to Israel uh, would like to see this come to an end because they they actually have a pretty good working peace relationship with some of their Arab neighbors now, mostly Egypt and and Jordan and some of them. So uh, you know they're they're wanting to move on to some other things, and this you know car bomb rocket you know lockdown. Uh, you know, brutality thing Protection that has domes. to go back and yeah. back and forth has kind of grown old to the new generation that 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 you know they see Europe and they see America and they they see even Russia and some other places and go, why do we have to live like this when nobody else does? Um, and you know, great for him trying. Uh, no, no yeah. I, now, I don't you, know that, you, that that will ever be accomplished. Right. I, I don't think that uh, prophetically that it can be, but I think we have an obligation to try. Sure. Uh, well, the the biggest issue you have, and you said it, you're going to have to have a generation, not just a few people, that say we no longer adhere to what Israeli ever talked about. That really our religious convictions tell us that we don't want Israel to exist at all. Right. Somebody, a, a lot of people have got to decide they don't care about that anymore, and maybe they will. I mean, in a generation, I don't know. But I like. Here's the thing that we know. I love to talk about what we know. What we know is this: President Trump and to his credit, Netanyahu, because you know this is, could be proposed if Netanyahu, right. Netanyahu didn't go along with it. They're saying to the Palestinians, this is the best deal you've ever been offered, and it is on the table, and if you reject this, then we have to come to the conclusion that you just can't be appeased through negotiations and deals. Right? We, we well, in the past, now they have yeah. been given land in the past, and they came back and said we want more. You also got to worry that the terrorist groups say, is this putting us out of business? Are we now no longer important? You know, kind of like the people keep stirring up racial issues in our country. 
if they're, if racism is ever defeated, they don't have a job. You know, so I, I don't know. You know, there's a lot to overcome. Yeah, and uh, and certainly we look at scripture and go, mm-hmm. uh, but there could be periods of peace. You know, and and maybe this could bring a period of peace. This uh, this also included uh, some tunnels to connect uh, property together, mm-hmm. high speed rail, uh, and and Trump had some some pretty impressive numbers for us where unemployment is right now, where the GDP uh, of, of Palestine is, and what it could be in, uh, you know, as little as 10 years. So, you know, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's obviously been thought out and hammered out by a lot of folks. Uh, uh, some in the Palestinian world, it was dead on arrival before they ever looked at it, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some are looking at it, and uh, apparently there was some input from some moderates uh, in Palestine about what might be a workable deal. So we'll have to see, but at least uh, an offer is out there on the table. Well, and Netanyahu, if you remember when he first took over, he made it clear that if you look through Scripture, we know what belongs to us, and we have, we have, we have allowed Palestinians to have land that is clearly ours. And so we're, we're, we're only going to go so far with this, but this is a step further than he has made in the past. I, I never thought Netanyahu would agree I to didn't a either. deal like this. I was, I was very yeah. surprised by that. But we'll, we'll see. But this is that point where you do this sometimes going, when you have someone that always says, you know, how mean you are, how horrible you are, how you want, and you finally say, all right, here's, here's everything you want. And then when they say no to that, you go, okay, well, at least we know the truth now. It's, it's really not you were looking for a good deal. Yeah. You can never be made happy. If, if a generation wants to change the way they're living, they have a window. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so um, as um, as we make our way back, Relief Factor, uh, uh, just, this is a product that uh, the audience is just raving over. Uh, and uh, and you know what? I love it, too. It's, it's really been life-changing for me You know, when I, when I continue to take it. Now, when I'm a good and I stop, then I start aching again. I act like a doofus, like I don't know why I'm aching. Uh, but anyway, if you uh, listen to this from Roxanne out of South Carolina, uh, I've been uh, recommending a relief factor to all my family and friends because it works so well and is all natural. No other treatment was helping relieve the pain of plantar fasciitis. I bet we get a plantar fasciitis email a week, if not, if not, if not multiples. Uh, so anyway, and certainly it could get to the point like Bubba that it needs to be addressed. But if you're just talking about something that's a, you know, an irritation, yeah, this, this hopefully c- doesn't come to that. Yeah, this could be this could be an answer here. Uh, it says when I take it, um, uh, I do great. When I stop taking it, the pain returns. So if you'd like to uh, to get this for whatever the situation is, if it's tied to inflammation, um, you know, relief factors could really it might be what you're looking for, and then you don't have the side effects of the. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine that was asking me about it this past weekend. He says when he when he gets up, he pops three a leave a day. I'm like, brother, come on now. I mean, you, 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 we can beat that. Wow. That's not what a leave was designed for. No. So anyway, um, so he's going to try it, and and uh, you could too uh, by going to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com uh, under the sponsors button. You get a three week trial pack for 19.99. Try this; it's all natural, four botanicals, um, and if it works, then hey, you know, here's an all, here's an all natural remedy to your problem. 
If it doesn't, then sadly, um, it, 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 this is not the answer. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Guys, we're talking about – you got to go ahead. Yeah, one, one more thing on the okay. Trump yep. Middle Eastern deal that mm-hmm. I thought was unique to this. Netanyahu obviously agreed to it. He was there. But Trump said, and they've confirmed this, that Benny Gantz, I think is his name, who is challenging Netanyahu in a mm. March election, has also agreed to it. Mm. So it doesn't matter who wins the Israeli election. That Whatever that government will be will be agreement to this peace proposal. You know, I, w- I, and I, I think that's extraordinary that they went to that length to try to get everybody on board. Yeah, to me, the – I don't. I don't know much about this person that's trying to replace Netanyahu, but I would assume if you're if you're running against Netanyahu, you probably if you think you're going to win, there's you got to be something different about you and him. Right, I would guess. So it's really more surprising that Netanyahu's going along with it. Right, you know right. his opponent. You would think that might use that as, mm-hmm. hey man, look, he, Netanyahu's never going to try to right, solve this. Yeah, I will. Yeah. You know, he's facing some corruption charges at home too. Netanyahu is so. Will the Palestinians accept it? Uh, that's the biggie. That's the big question. Yeah. Um, if if past uh, attempts are any indication, it will either be no or a fake yes. <laughs> so so we'll we'll see how this goes. But well, it's it's not called the deal of the century for nothing. Well, here, here's right. what Trump is doing, and I commend him for this. You 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 can't say to him when he either leaves at the in, in November or he leaves at the end of his full term that we only allow, and that's two of them. He will say, "Oh no no, I tried that." I mean, I, I put forward the best offer oh, yeah. the Palestinians yeah. have ever had, and they turned it down. So I, all I can do is put the deal together. I can't make them accept it. Right. Right. So, Agreed. So, so we'll see. Um, Kobe Bryant, we continue to look at uh, the crash, says now that a helicopter carrying Kobe Bryant and eight others did not have terrain warning system. Hmm. Now, the NTSB. How would, you, how, would you, how would you not have that on a helicopter in a mountainous area like L.A.? When you're carrying know. the high-profile cargo that you carry, you, you think that that would be part of it. You know what I mean? Or I, you just don't like to crash into mountains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. have to have high-profile cargo. <laughs> I'll tell you what high-profile cargo is, me. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm you could here. see, though, if, if you might have a customer who's, you know, really penny-pinching and go, I only want one pilot and, you know, we don't have to have that particular feature on this helicopter. But if you're Kobe Bryant, and the money, right. the, no, you no. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. yeah. It seemed like he right. would go have the extra. Yeah. Well, well it says here, of course, you know, they got this just like the other day, but like they were saying, they, they told yeah. him he was too low. They really weren't saying that you were dangerously low. They were saying we couldn't see you. Yeah, which is too low for common. the radar, right. right. If you read right. this, it does actually have – it had a GPS system on it, that it, a warning system on the thing. Right. And, and then you had one guy's opinion. He said if, if he actually – the combination of deteriorating weather – and the pilot experiencing spatial disorientation, he goes, your body's sensing something that's not happening. He said, any other warning system yelling at you wouldn't have mattered. Right. So that, that yeah. warning system they said they were missing really wouldn't have helped. And uh, a lot of them don't like it because helicopters fly low, and it, and it drives them crazy because yeah. it goes off the Well, that's yeah. a good point. It is. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just one of those things. It looks like just the pilot got disoriented. And hit the mountain. I mean, like I say, they, 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 you know, there's going to be an investigation. But right now, that's. Let me ask you this: from from the last story I read, and y'all tell me where I'm wrong here. The last 15 seconds, they descended 500 feet, which is a pretty quick descent, right? Mm-hmm. He had been so, given permission to, to to fly in that weather mm-hmm. because he could get below right. it and then fly visually. And somewhere between trying to get below it, right. something went wrong. Yeah. It, it says here that what they think now it was a high energy impact crash. 
which, you know, I understand this is difficult to hear, but that's probably good news for all aboard, right. meaning they were alive one minute and they were gone the next. So the helicopter was in a descending left bank, uh, descending at more than 2,000 feet per minute. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he was banking left mm-hmm. hard right, right into yeah. the mountain. And um, and still, even with all that, according to one of these stories, uh, they would have cleared the mountain they hit if they'd only been 30 foot higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says here uh, the NTSB in- in- investigator said the main impact was 20 to 30 feet from the small hill, but there were higher um, hills surrounding it. Yeah. Well, it goes now. One, this is one of the things. And look, this I'm not trying to be unfair to anybody involved, but this is you know it's it's something that is the elephant in the room, and you have other pilots saying what we said. So, look, human beings are human beings, okay? It doesn't matter how professional you are. All of us, all that professionalism is still fighting against what? The fact that I'm a human being, right. and I have human emotions and human right. this. And they said they believe that he made a decision to proceed uh, in deteriorating visibility, and he said uh, many of the experts and fellow pilots wonder why he flew beyond the boundaries of good judgment, and some say it might have just been the pressure to get the superstar client to where he wanted to go. Yep. Just what we talked about the other day. Hey, I got to get Kobe. Possible. I can't disappoint yeah. Kobe. Yeah. And, uh, well, like I, I like it better with, you know, Oscar who flies us. Yeah, who, I like his ass. Who, who told my wife on the phone, you, you can worry about Rick, and I appreciate that because you're his wife, but let me assure you, I'm not going to crash me. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm, I, take I, any chances. I'm in the front seat, and I'm gonna bring Rick home, just mm-hmm. like you're. T- don't, you don't have to tell me don't bring Rick home until it's safe, because I'm not gonna <laughs> fly until I know I'm not gonna die. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna minimize the the chances of me dying. Uh, don't forget me up here in the front seat. I, trust yeah. me, that's gonna be my first thought. Is let's let's not crash this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, well, that's just just tragic, though. Oh, it, it, is. Is. it, it is. It just seems like this day and time it should be avoidable. Well, you know what, Bubba, it was. It was avoidable. Mm. Don't fly in those conditions yeah. in that terrain. It was avoidable. And um, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. I, yeah. I, just, I just, I don't know. And I'm not an expert in avionics, right. but I just, I feel like we ought to have the electronics that you can, you can work through. That. Well, they're saying again, uh, and these are the experts, who cares what th- this panel thinks about flying a helicopter because we don't know anything about it. Right. But these experts are saying it really, all the technology, whatever, you, you don't fly a helicopter in this terrain in those conditions. The, the conditions were not suitable for what they were trying to do. Right. Should have just right. got in the car and gone. Mm-hmm. And just said, hey, you know, we got an issue. Yep. Uh, we can't fly. Uh, look, guys, I mean, we've all had that happen before where, you know, you can go on a you, – you can be just as fired up as you want to be about your deep-sea fishing trip. When you get there, if conditions are not safe, the the guy says, I'm sorry, I know y'all were excited about fishing today. Yeah. Conditions don't allow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you Ways don't go. too high. We hey. can't handle that. We're not going. You don't go. Yeah. You know, I'm, look, I, I had to leave to Missouri a day early mm-hmm. because the pilot said, we either leave a day early or we're not going. Yeah. Right. Okay, I mean – Good call. So you do what you do. Yeah. Sometimes your plans don't work the way you want them to, but that's better than ball of fire into the terrain, isn't it? Yep, I would vote for that. Hey, we missed a basketball game, but we're alive. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, it's uh, but when you when you look at everything that's happened, I mean, what we believe from a faith standpoint, I mean, Kobe's days were what they were when he was woven together in his mother's womb. Yep. And uh, and you never know when that day's coming. So. Uh, Anyway, sad for everybody. Everybody, not not just the Bryant family, for everybody that was involved. 
Including the pilot's family. Yeah. Uh, we'll um, we'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Other stories to cover today. Will a meet could happen. Hadn't happened yet. Could happen today. Uh, your phone call is certainly part of uh, today's program as well. Lines are available right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. I see Adler in there. Uh, you can chat with him, and we'll chat with you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're fired up. We're ready. Here we go. To the to the phones. Talking to the peeps. We love it. A couple of lines are available. Look at Mr. Adler. He's got his hair just like he likes it. About to be a daddy in April. Taking your phone calls right now. While Stretch Armstrong handles the YouTube option. We'll start with Sean out of the great state of Louisiana. And at the end of 30 seconds... Buzzer will sound. We'll move through the line quickly unless Helmsy or Bubba gives their one time out they hold. Sean, here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Sean, go ahead. I'm I'm like the highest time student pilot ever to have not soloed. But anyway, (laughs) facial disorientation can come on you so quickly. And I don't care how much, you know, experience you have. In 15 seconds, you make a really bad mistake. Uh, And that's. You know, it's just when you experience it is when you'll understand it. That's the best I can say. Sean, let me ask you this, though. In a helicopter, can't you just kind of stop where you at, though? And, and, and Well, you can in altitude. He needed altitude, but he wasn't getting it. It's the- mm, they needed altitude. Didn't have enough. I, I, they were telling me, you know, the Kennedy boy that drove his yeah. plane. Oh, yeah. And they said he got spatial displacement, and really they said what's so sad, it's so confusing, he really drove his plane right into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't even he, know he, went, he went exactly the opposite way he thought he was going. Well, that's what they mm-hmm. say, that your, your body is telling you the opposite of what the instruments are telling you. Yeah. Chris in Fort Rucker. Chris, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about it? Hey, I've, I've, I've flown the Blackhawk for years and years. I'm retired now. But Thank you for your service. The caller was correct, in, was correct in some ways. And the, the biggest issue is that, you know, the amount of training you've got does make a huge difference. The decisions you make make a massive difference. And I've flown a lot of general officers in really crappy weather. And you have to make the correct decision about the way you're going to fly, whether it's VMC or, or and you've heard this from other pilots, IFR conditions. And that pilot made some poor decisions. But training helps with regards to spatial disorientation. And and I have no idea how many hours that boy had, but it it makes a difference is all I've got to say. So, Chris, I guess with your training, instead of going with what you're feeling, your instincts, your your balance, you you have to go with the instruments, right? You just force yourself to to go by the instrument. You do if you're flying IMC. If you're flying VFR and you're in fog, you don't get that opportunity, and and but you're right. The military spends a lot more time training its pilots to do that exact sort of thing, and the the technology you were talking about earlier, and the ability to stop and hover and fog and stuff in bad weather, just it's just not it's there and it's coming, but it's not where it, where it will be, and it's uh, it's still emerging. So, not what you might think uh, that's available to the commercial. Chris, you got one of our timeouts, so obviously your expertise. We we want to delve in. Looking at the information that's coming out, does it just appear that the guy pressed to try to come through for the past years to get them where they want to go, and he just he just made a poor decision to try to fly in those conditions? I, I would absolutely say so. I mean, I've again, I've I've flown general officers in Germany, which is very nasty, hilly, foggy. You get about three hundred days of nasty weather a year over there, and you know you want to succeed, 
and you got a general officer in the back seat, and this boy needs to get where he's going because he's got important business to do, and you don't want to fail him. And and there's no doubt that it pushes you to press. But the comment that you made about I'm going to get me home safe has got to be the ultimate issue. Right, you've yeah. got to say, right. You've yeah. got to say, look, this is not safe. We cannot do this. I can take you here. I can take you there. I cannot take you to this spot you want to go because – the risk is too high, and, you, and you've got to apply those types of, you know. And I think if you, if you say it that way, I think the pastors have like a eureka moment. They're like, oh, my goodness, we're trying to do something stupid. Thank you for clear, clearing that up for us, and yeah. you're right. Let's just get to where we can get. And uh, I know, believe that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate your service Thank to you. our country. John in North Carolina, another instructor. John, welcome to the program. Go right ahead, 30 seconds. I worked as an inspector on jets and helicopters for 33 years. And we had a helicopter that went down, and a metallurgist friend of mine told me that the uh, pilot in the chopper, the coins in his pocket were bent because it hit so hard. Yeah, that's that's a bad hit. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, well, the only you know solace we find is they were alive one moment and gone the next. I would think. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, thank you, brother. Appreciate your call. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Brett in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Brett, go ahead. Hey, uh, guys, not to change the subject, but y'all was talking about Andy Griffin sure, earlier. Sure, sure. Uh, did y'all know that Andy Griffin liked Floyd, the barber? But if you notice in a lot of the episodes, and I've watched a lot of them, that he sits down because he could not stand up for very long periods of time. And that's why you always see him sitting in a barber's chair or sitting somewhere. But that was one of the facts. Is he talking no. about Andy or Floyd? Floyd, no. Let me tell you something. You talk about a fan of Floyd <laughs> Barber. <laughs> I am a fan of Floyd yes. Barber. Well, you remember <laughs> that was when, awesome. when we were interviewing, one time we got to interview a bunch of Andy Griffith actors. Remember they were doing something? Yeah. We had several of them on. Yes. And they all said that that, that comedian was a comedic genius. <laughs> there we get everybody <laughs> he, said, he said he owned the, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> even I even Don Knotts said, said Floyd. I mean, like, slayed him. Slayed him in, in ways yeah. that we never saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know <laughs> <laughs> we continue uh let's go to, let's go to curtis and pelham curtis 30 seconds go ahead hey fellas what's going on what's up good hey got a quick question for y'all um you know game day is going to be down at the jungle this saturday for the auburn kentucky game i was wondering if the game day challenge is going to be in effect uh, no First time ever yeah you know we the game day challenge is does anybody of, watch basketball's game day uh, I didn't even know they had. One. We watched it. Yeah, the they house. they have one, either. and it's, it's never it's never been at Auburn. That's yeah. the uh, the big draw with that. But we ha- we really haven't talked about it, Curtis. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. the game day challenge for me is kind of I don't know something's not right with it anymore. It's not what it once was. And I guess the I, only thing I mean by that is because basketball plays all days, you know, not just on Saturdays. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so we just, but we'd go, if we're going to do game day, we just pick a Saturday. They do it inside the arena that they're at. And, you know, you have your heavy, heavy hitter announcers there. And it's, yeah. uh, it's a good little atmosphere. They yeah. bring the students oh, in. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just it saying, would be good would exposure you... for us if they could get the actual signs in sure. there. Yeah. But, you know, last time I was like, there weren't, there weren't as many signs. Like they started I think taking them up. Yeah. They mm-hmm. started out, we had some, then they were gone. Like, in seconds yeah so it's like it's kind of lost its its impact yeah uh we continue uh let's go to andy in the great state of mississippi andy, andy go ahead 30 seconds hey how's it going guys Good. oh listen i got a comment i had seen on heard on the radio the other day that they passed a bill in vermont that you're able to put emojis on your driver's li- driver's license plate now 
and with uh, Greg having rude Tourette's, I've got the perfect one for him. Okay. You know how you've got the, uh, how do you like my driving? Yes. He needs one that says T-U-F-F with the emoji of the dookie on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> no dookie emoji. He's a good one. <laughs> he is. It'll pop up anywhere. That says a lot, doesn't it? Rocco, oh, yeah. Rocco in Georgia. Pile. Rick and Bubba veteran. Rocco, what's on your mind today, buddy? Hey, fellas, today's my favorite day in the impeachment show because all the questions are submitted in writing. And who's going to ask the stupidest question? Who's going to ask the smartest question? And will Liz Warren send her questions in by smoke signal? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah Robert and J- Judge Roberts has to read them. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, Tim Oxford, Alabama. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good, great. Hey, man, I'm no expert on flying helicopters or anything like that, although I have moved a, moved a few of them and uh, some aircraft on an aircraft carrier. But I wanted to tell you about uh, an experience we'd had. Uh, this is what? This is probably about 27 years ago. Uh, my mom and dad's house over there, there was actually some bad weather, and we actually had a military helicopter land in our backyard. No, you did not. Field right behind it. <laughs> no, you uh, did not. I mean, that's a... They wow. Said, they said enough. We're going to set her down. Well, you know, you, that's the, that's supposed to be the beauty of the helicopter. Yeah. You, you, I'd you, rather yeah. land in my yard than crash into my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. I'll take a little wind off yeah. of you. Just, just <laughs> don't talk to you. <laughs> we'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. More of the Rick and Bubba show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.